in the tradition of Jesus and the power of concise words. I want to offer you six snapshots today, six vignettes. Number one, ever since we started entertaining the idea of a series on forgiveness, a number of you have been emailing with me just your take on forgiveness, and it has been wonderful. I've loved every minute of it and all the perspectives. One, however, really grabbed my attention, and I've gone back and read it over and over again, and it was an exchange that Alexander Harbour and I had just a couple of weeks ago. Alexander had a number of different perspectives that he offered, but one of the ones that he said that has just, I, I, I can't stop thinking about it, and I'm continuing to think about it to this day, is an observation that he made that if I had said at the very beginning, we're going to have a series on love, what it means to love and what it means to be loved, that we would have had many of the same conversations that we're having now come to many of the same conclusions and ask many of the same questions. And the reason that got me to thinking is that that in many ways is the nature of virtue itself. These are all so interrelated, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, compassion, humility, and forgiveness. Those are the big virtues mentioned in the New Testament. Can you have forgiveness without love, peace, patience? Number two. During the pandemic, Cole and I had some extra time on our hands before he left for flight school. And because I had off work on Mondays, we decided to start spending the entire afternoon together most every Monday. We were in the house together. We had to find something to do. So what could we find that we could do regularly that was going to be extremely time-consuming? And what we decided was to start making pizza from scratch every Monday. Now, granted, Cole's mom can go into the closet, get a bunch of powder, and make this giant meal. It's, she's a genius at it. Me, not so much. But what I discovered when Cole and I started making pizza from scratch every Monday was the joy of working with yeast. I'd never done it before. I'd never worked with this stuff that you go into the freezer and open a jar and get this spoon and get some warm water and put a little honey in the water and mix it up and then you take this spoon and magic happens. I mean, it is. It's really, it was marvelous to watch this thing that happens for about 10 minutes and then you take it over to this bowl that has flour and olive oil and salt in it and you put the two together and you make a complete mess but you mix it up and then you set it aside and for a couple of hours this thing that starts so small, these little dots that you get out of the freezer participate in making something very small into something that just grows. And it was fascinating to watch. Number three, 
Jesus preached two parables. Uh, They appear in a number of the Gospels. The one I want to share with you right now, and then it's where it matches, is from Matthew 13. Matthew 13 is what's often known as the kingdom parables. And here are a couple of them. Two from Matthew 13. Another parable he put before them saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all seeds, but when it has grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of flour till it was all leavened. Now you can read the other ones. Mark, his version of just the first parable, the leaven parable doesn't appear in Mark, but it's the longest. And that's unusual if you know anything about the way that Mark, Matthew, and Luke interplay. This is one of the rare times where the one in Mark is the longest. Especially when you consider that it shows up in Luke as well. Luke is usually the one that really expands. His is the shortest version of the three. His just goes basically, it's like a grain of mustard seed which a man took, sowed in his garden, it grew, became a tree, birds of the air made nests in his branches. Very concise. The difference between Matthew and Luke in the way that they tell the story is also the way that they introduce where this is and where it's going. It is the kingdom of heaven in Matthew. Luke calls it the kingdom of God. I don't know what you want to make of that, but it's what's there. A grain of mustard and it becomes a tree. A grain of something, and it becomes a loaf of bread. Number four. Forgiveness, love, peace, and keep going. These are things that start small. God plants them, and it grows. But kind of like whenever you have a plant at your own house, you didn't create the plant. You got the seed somewhere, or you went to the nursery and bought the plant. You didn't create it. But you have to water it. You have to give it sunlight. You have to care for it. You have to take care of this. Now, is that the same as the act of creation? Yes. Because sustaining life is the same as creating life when you think about it. Because God did not just create us and say, good luck. I know it feels that way sometimes, but that's not the activity of God. Because God creates us and sustains us. But we participate in that. We participate in this wonderful act of creation that God gives all the time. And so we bring home this plant that 
God has created, and we water it. We give it sunlight. We sustain it. Forgiveness, love, peace, much the same. We didn't make these things up. We didn't create them. But we are responsible for watering them, giving it sunlight, making them grow. Number five. So in these emails and things that people have been sending me through this, a couple more stood out for different reasons. One was Samira sends me these little cards, these little scripture cards all the time. Um, and we've been reading Colossians 3, 12 through 14 quite a bit as a part of this series. And this one is Colossians 3, 12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Okay, so you've heard this before. But this little card, y'all get to see it. This little card, I know it's backwards, so act like it says ambulance on the front. It's backwards, but it says patience at the top. Now, the list of virtues here is compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Why does it say patience at the top? Why didn't it put kindness? I don't know. But again, it speaks to how much these virtues that we are to cultivate, that we water, that we give sunlight, that we help to make grow, it shows how interrelated all of these are. Patience, kindness, joy, forgiveness. And then, speaking of emails, the very first one, when, even before we started this series, whenever I just put out there, hey, thinking about starting this series, let me know what you're thinking. The first one I got was from Pat Schrader. And she told me a few things in it, but this is, this is the one. And kind of like what Alexander said, I've carried this thing around with me. I've written it down. I've written it in my notes on my phone so I can just go back and look at it. So this is one that I've kept coming back to. Uh, and Pat, in, in the email, she says, I did a weekend retreat at a convent one time, and I remember a quote the sisters had. Here's the quote. Forgiveness is giving up all hope that the past will ever change. Number six. So many of the good things in our lives start small. That will not change. Many things start small. But let us never forget that God is, has been, and always will be in the act of creation. God is a creator. God creates. 